The Old Testament reading is from the book of Jeremiah, the 31st chapter, beginning with the 7th verse. Thus says the Lord, Sing aloud with gladness for Jacob, and raise shouts for the chief of the nations. Proclaim, give praise, and say, O Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. Behold, I will bring them from the north country and gather them from the farthest parts of the earth, among them the blind and the lame, the pregnant woman and she who is in labor, together, a great company they shall return here. With weeping they shall come, and with pleas for mercy I will lead them back. I will make them walk by brooks of water in a straight path in which they shall not stumble. For I am the father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle reading is from the book of Hebrews, the seventh chapter, beginning with the 23rd verse. The former priests were many in number because they were prevented by death from continuing in office. But he holds his priesthood permanently because he continues forever. Consequently, he is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. For it was indeed fitting that we should have such a high priest, holy, innocent, unstained, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. He has no need, like those high priests, to offer sacrifices daily, for in his own si- for, for, first for his own sins and then for those of the people, since he did this once for all when he offered up himself. For the law appoints men in their weakness as high priests, but the word of the oath which came later than the law appoints a son who has been made perfect forever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Please stand now for the singing of the Alleluia. Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the 10th chapter. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. And they came to Jericho, and as he was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a great crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sitting alongside the roadside. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, Call him. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he is calling you. And throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, Go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him on the way. This is the gospel of the Lord. 
Praise to you, O Christ. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you this day from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so today in our gospel reading, we hear about this blind man named Bartimaeus. We may have heard about him once or twice, heard this story of healing as it comes to us in the Gospel of Mark. And this remarkable healing of Jesus is what catches our eye this morning. A marvelous act of love, and for a man in need, God hears and brings him close for healing. Now, as we hear about that today, we might say, well, Pastor, I'm not blind. I can certainly sympathize with those who are, but this really doesn't have any bearing on me. Let's first remember that we are born spiritually blind, lost, condemned, miserable, poor sinners, without any hope, without any light. We fumble about in the darkness of our iniquity, our sin, our darkness, only when God reaches in and claims us as his own, he starts the eye of faith that we then start to see things as they are. Do we fully see them? No. But we do see partially in this world the things that are good, the things that have meaning. But so often our sight is taken captive by the pretty things of this world, the seductive things of this world, rather than on the pure things that God would have us see. And so you and I, we are like blind people many times. For we also sometimes can't find our way home. At times we cannot figure out how we're going to get from here to there. We live in this clouded place, this foggy place. Now, some of you I know have grown up in a place that there was a great amount of fog at times, especially in the fall or early spring when that snow, you get a snow fog, which is horrible. It's like a whiteout, even worse. And we even have those occasionally, not from snow down here, thankfully. But we do get really good fog from the river by. And so you and I know what fog is like and how it is difficult to go about everything normally when you're in a heavy fog. And yet that is more or less where we are spiritually many times. Walking around in a fog not really knowing our direction, not really knowing where we are going. We can't tell one place from another in a fog. It all looks the same. It's only the voice of Jesus that penetrates that fog, that voice that calls us like a beacon, that reaches out to us and brings us to himself. You know, how often it is that just hearing a voice in the 
terrible place that we might find ourselves can really reassure us, can really help us if we just hear that wonderful voice. And see, the voice of Jesus enters into our story today because Jesus hears this man's calling out. Jesus hears his plea for mercy. And that is like a target for Jesus. He cannot stand to walk by somebody who is beseeching him in such a way to act for mercy. And so Jesus enters into this blind man's predicament. He calls his disciples to go and bring this man to him. And the disciples go and say, hey, the master wants to see you. Come on over here. And so, led by the voices, I'm sure, of the disciples, since he couldn't tell here or there, Bartimaeus comes over. And there... He understands his place in God's kingdom. He's not looking for anything dramatic. He's looking simply, you know, for his sight to be recovered. And what a simple thing. Not so simple for you and I, right? If a blind person was to come up to us, we'd probably say, you need to go see the doctor. You need to go see somewhere else. But Jesus enters right into his predicament, enters right in there with him, and says, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man says to him, Rabbi, let me recover my sight. And Jesus then says, go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him on the way. Can we even imagine what it's like to go from not seeing to seeing? From being in the background of everything to being brought up to being the star. See, Bartimaeus was a cold, lonely beggar, a nobody. Everybody passed him by. He wasn't of any account. He didn't hold any clout of any type. He wasn't rich. He didn't have any authority. He didn't come from a prominent family. By all stretches of our imagination, Jesus should have just walked on. But Jesus saw this poor, miserable soul, this man who struggled so much, and yet this man who at the name of Jesus of Nazareth came alert and knew where hope could be found knew where a miracle could be happening. And so he calls out to this Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. 
not because I'm special, not because I am powerful, not because I have any standing with you, but solely on the basis of your mercy, solely on the basis of God's tender mercy. Do we see how it is that God works? God takes the most humble and grants him restoration. Gives him his sight back. Gives him help when no help could be found anywhere else. And so you and I today are reminded also that in the fog of our lives to call out to Jesus. For Jesus will light our path. He will mark our ways. He will lead us and guide us through fog, through terrors, through difficulties and dangers. And he will lead us to himself. That's where Bartimaeus ended up, didn't he? He ended up getting his sight back and following Jesus on the way. Following Jesus. Following a miracle. This man follows Jesus. And you and I, we also were treated to a miracle. Because once we were blind and now we see. Now we have a Savior on our side. One who dies for us and rose again for us and continues to be our King, our Savior. And He is the one who tenderly calls out to us so that we know that He is still with us, that He still guides and directs our paths even this day. And so you and I today, we see a little bit of God's kingdom at work, don't we? We see a little bit of how God does things. God comes and directs our lives. He calls us to himself. He makes us his own, but then he doesn't just leave us, but then we take up our cross and follow him. Because we know that where he is, there is life, there is salvation, and there is forgiveness. Isn't that really what we need the most? Those things which last forever. So when this world tries to give you all these images, all this information, all these photographs and videos and and things to use your eyes for. Remember to use your eyes looking at God's word and his work. Look into the heart of God. Read the pages of scripture and know God's heart for you. His tender love which directs us then to serve our neighbor out of love.
you know, this miracle, this wonder of what Jesus did is something that I'm sure Bartimaeus kept close to his heart all the days of his life then in following Jesus. Because how can you not be thankful to the one who has brought you out of darkness into light? Who has shown to you the wonders of his grace? Who has done everything for you? And so you and I today with Bartimaeus, we now see things with a new eye. We see and commit ourselves to being in God's word, to following him wherever he goes, wherever he leads, and to be led out of this fog in which we live into a better place in eternity. May Jesus speak to each of us today and grant us his healing for the wounds and hurts of our lives. Because folks, we don't just suffer from blindness at times, but we suffer from hearing problems. We suffer from senses. We have difficulty following because our egos get in the way. But may God push all that aside. Speak to us heart to heart that we might follow him. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, guide our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.